Hello and welcome back for a very exciting episode of Liberty is Peachy. I'm joined by ACLU of Georgia voting rights attorney Rahul Garabadu and Quitman County, Georgia residents Willie Anderson and Larry Wilbur. We discuss the voter rights victory we were able to achieve amid a proposed voting location closure in the rural community of Morris. And thus, we find ourselves with a stunning example of what kind of impact we can all have when we decide to take action. Enjoy. Well, gentlemen, it is an absolute pleasure to be joined with you in this episode. I, and I say it every time I feel like I say it's an absolute treat to be joined with people for this podcast, but it really is. And this is a very special episode of Liberty is Peachy because not only do we have um, you you on here to, to speak with us, but it's also a great opportunity and an excellent beautiful example <laughs> of of the value in staying involved and engaged with your community so thanks everyone for being on with us today great to be here absolutely so we are going to be talking about down in Quitman county and i know that i wasn't there myself um for any of the hearings or meetings but i have heard just how beautiful it is down there and picturesque um, from rahul um, who is on the call with us as well. Um, and I just want to, uh, for our listeners' sake, I want to recount um, just exactly how the now victory that we have in Quitman County, how it came to be and how it not only came into our radar with, you know, looping in Rahul to do the excellent work that him and team did, but also how it came onto your radar as citizens down there in Quitman County. So um, if you would, for the sake of our listeners, just take us back a little bit and recount how you came to hear about the potential closure down there of the uh, voting precinct down in Quitman County, uh, either gentleman. Um, I was, my initial involvement was uh, Mr. Wilborn's initial involvement was uh, we customarily attend the county commissioner's meetings and okay. uh, the superintendent of elections happened to be there uh, on this particular night that we were present. And he offered, um, as a courtesy to the county commissioners, the, um, an investigative report along with the recommendation uh, that the uh, Mars precinct be closed. Now, this had not gotten out to the public. Uh, still hasn't, hasn't gotten out through the normal channels. That through the mail and, and, and the post office and, and that, that post office put out those kind of things. Um, so uh, we were lucky. We were lucky that we were there um, and heard what we heard. And of course, uh, as a result of hearing what we heard, what we heard then uh, we decided that we wanted to be involved. Uh, we were already uh, accustomed with uh, ACLU when they were down in Randolph County a couple of years ago. That's and right. And I was in a meeting. And so um, we decided that uh, the Mars Precinct was worth saving. Absolutely. And in that Morris precinct, that is in, uh, that's like a community go-to voting precinct down in Quitman County as well. Is that correct? That is correct. That 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 is the precinct of which I vote at. So, uh, at the county commission meeting, I I was completely astounded that they was they were proposing to 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 close that that precinct at which I voted. 
and I was very surprised mm-hmm. at hearing that and a little 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 bit upset uh, at, at, upon hearing that. So we we talked about it uh, a little bit uh, afterwards and decided that we would contact you all and also galvanize the community, which, which we did. We got out and uh, let others know what was being proposed. And uh, they uh, we were lucky. They, they joined in with us and were very unhappy at the proposal. That's right. And, and to paint an even a uh, bit of a more vivid picture for our listeners. I'll take it back to, okay, so, and I'll take it back a little bit further and talk about the history and the victories that we were able to make here in Georgia as far as voter rights go with the 2020 election. We saw just the amount of impact that we can have when people have access to the polls. So we went through the 2020 election and then here we are down there in Quitman County and you get, you catch wind of this, of closing the Morris polling location. And then that's when we loop in Rahul so now I want to hear from Rahul, since we've, you know, we're taking it step by step. What was your initial, um, what's the word I'm looking for? What was your initial um, welcoming into what was now the victory of Quitman County? Sure. So um, as, as Willie mentioned, um, as soon as Willie caught wind of, you know, Willie and Larry caught wind of what was going on in Quitman County, um, they not only mobilized uh, their community, but they also reached out to us to see if there was anything we could do. Um, and as soon as we heard about this, um, some alarm bells started to sound off for us, right? Quitman County borders Randolph County. And uh, back in 2018, um, right before the 2018 gubernatorial election, uh, Randolph County had tried to shut down uh, seven out of nine of its polling precincts in the county. So when we heard that a neighboring county, Quitman County, was uh, also seeking to uh, shut down a precinct, one out of its two precincts in the county, um, that got our attention. And that was something we were really concerned about, especially because, um, as Larry noted, uh, Morris is is pretty far away from uh, Georgetown, which is uh, the only precinct that would have remained open if this uh, if this proposal had gone through, um, so we were really concerned when when Willie and Larry and others uh, came to us about this, and um, you know we we wanted to to help the community as much as we could uh, to make sure it didn't happen. That's right, and in, upon hearing about this, Rahul, and from either gentleman who want to add in, I'll ask, what was some of the rationale or the reasoning behind closing the closing of that Morris location? Sure. It um, from from what we heard, and and Larry and Willie, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, there were a couple of reasons offered by the county. Um, one that um, the the Morris precinct wasn't safe, that it didn't have enough lighting, and that it wasn't uh, accessible. Um, and the other reason was that there were a lot more voters voting in Georgetown, um, but it, than there were in Morris. Um, now these reasons, they really didn't um, make a whole lot of sense to us because in terms of the lighting aspect or the accessibility aspect, those are issues that can be fixed pretty easily. Um, the third reason about 
um, the number of voters voting in, in Morris, while it is less than the number of voters voting in the other remaining precinct, uh, the issue was that the, the just the commute that Morris voters would face if they were forced to, to go down to Georgetown to vote. And, uh, and Larry can speak more personally um, to that burden um, because, you know, as you mentioned, he votes in, in the Morris precinct, so. That's right. Well, I, I will speak to that effect. Uh, well, one of the thing also uh, finances was one of the listed uh, items that uh, they chose to kind of highlight that evening at the county commission meeting. And uh, I, I was kind of astounded that they 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 kind of made money as a reason why they should they should close. Uh, and, and I think one of the one of the things that uh, personally that I saw in the proposal being closed, it was going to affect the community greatly because we we are still in the midst of a COVID environment. And uh, I chose to vote the day of the election on election day, uh, a presidential election and the runoff. I voted the day off simply because uh, I would uh, the population would be less and it would not be in a very confined uh, 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 spaces within within the precinct itself. Exactly. It would be less less people there, and and I I didn't really want to uh, to 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 get involved with that, so I chose to do that, and 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 I did that, and also they made they made the distance of uh, it was almost it's almost twelve miles they are saying they made that an issue, but our community is an aging community, and 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 because of COVID. Uh, black and brown people are six times more likely to die from COVID than than other people. And we thought this was important. Now, we thought it was an important aspect. Human life uh, is a very important aspect of it. So we we decided that we were going to going to fight this proposal. And and we did. And one of the one of the the, the things that that came out of that we didn't really know because because uh i met raul first willie had talked to him mm -hmm. but i met him personally and uh, he was a very very personable guy and uh very easy to talk to absolutely very comfortable and he seemed as though he cared about the issues that we were confronted with absolutely and Larry, you make an excellent point about having that Morse location in a time of COVID when we have to think about distance and, and capacity and spaces. So when you right. add that to what I was thinking when I initially asked the question of, okay, here we have this precinct in this in the community. It's, it's a resource that we're using in this public health crisis. And I, I was wondering, and I was curious as to why the 
motion from the board of registrars would be to close this resource as opposed to fortifying it, building it up. And that takes me back to being so glad that there are vigilant and engaged citizens down in Quitman County, like yourself, Larry, and Mr. Anderson also on the call that reached out to us and found now that there is an array of different resources at the disposal for the residents down there in Quitman County. Um, so it's and take us back on our little pinpointed timeline that I'm taking us along. So we have the, it, there was two meetings, correct? And correct me if I'm wrong, Rahul? That's right, two meetings, one on May 6th and one on May 13th. Okay, so, the end. Oh, and there was something, there was a little something that was serendipitous about us as ACLU finding out about that second meeting, right? Um, that's right. That's right. And uh, actually, Willie can talk about that in a little more detail because um, just to, to put it all into context, the first meeting, the May 6th meeting, was to hear objections about um, the closure, the potential closure of the Morris precinct. Um, and we attended that along with um, a lot of members of the community who showed up and stood up at that meeting to oppose the closure. Uh, but the second meeting was one that we found out, you know, by purely by chance. And, and Willie, I'm wondering if, if you wanna tell the listeners kind of how you came about that meeting. Absolutely. That meeting was a quick turnaround, in fact, to make the paper, um, the, the legal argument, which is the Ufala Tribune, um, much quicker than, than, than most announcements get in that paper. Um, I happen to be, uh, I'm an avid reader of the paper, so um, I noticed it. And, uh, and, and according to the advertisement or the announcement, the Board of Registrars was meeting to discuss uh, the um, objections, no mention that that the uh, discussion might lead to um, them um, deciding not to close the precinct. In other words, had, have we not been able to find that little article in the paper, then chances are being, um, well, there's a good chance that the, the outcome wouldn't have been what it, what it was. Exactly. And to me, that is absolutely stunning and it speaks to again the importance and the impact that it can have to just be involved in your local community and in tune with what's going on because in in the and as we can see you know in the current um times that we're in we're still having to fight so vigilantly to defend voter rights here in the state of georgia and this kind of involvement and this kind of engagement on the community level is what it takes so I can't commend either of you gentlemen enough. You, Mr. Anderson, for, for staying in tune. And then also you, Mr. Wilburn, for expressing as a member of that community, the importance of that location being set. So, um, and, and Rahul, because I, I wanted to also note too that Rahul, so in that first meeting, ACLU of Georgia, we had sent in a letter to the board um, leading up to that, correct? That's absolutely right, yeah. We had a letter that kind of expressed, laid out all our objections, um, you know, from a legal perspective as well as just uh, looking at the burdens that the closure would impose. Okay, and then this, <laughs> and then so the second one was we kind of had like an idea of what we were dealing with, and um, you went back down there, and were you expecting or were you anticipating the vote? 
to go happen in that second one? We truly did not know oh, wow. what to expect um, going into that meeting. Um, because we heard about it through Willie, uh, you know, thankfully through Willie, because um, if you went on the website, you wouldn't have been able to find this information. Um, we were able to mobilize and sort of head to head to Quitman County again, this time because we weren't sure what to expect because the meeting was so hastily called mm -hmm. and um, because there seemed to be another discussion about this, we just weren't sure. So uh, the second time we went, I was accompanied by our communications director, Anna Maria Rosato, who um, brought the communications game you know, into town to make sure that we cast a spotlight on what was happening here uh, because we didn't know what to expect. Um, and because Anna Maria was there, we were able to record the proceedings so that you know, the press was alerted about what was going on. That's right. um, Anna Maria had put out a, a press advisory notifying folks, you know, that this was happening and, uh, and she Facebook lived it. So, you know, Atlanta based, um, you know, journalists could, could know about it, hear about it um, anywhere around the state or even country uh, folks could know mm -hmm. about it. Um, part of what made our campaign to keep, precincts open in Randolph back in 2018 um, was was the communications perspective, you know, shining a spotlight, making sure these proceedings were open and transparent. Um, and that's exactly what Anna Maria was able to do uh, by coming down to Quitman County, um, you know, as well as me to make sure that yes. uh, people knew what was happening, what was going on here, um, and that folks could have access to this meeting. That's right, and, it, and it's crucial. Um, and I wanna ask each of you gentlemen also, so we hear you know, the initial reaction to the um, proposal of the closure, but now since we've had the victory, the light's been shed and we have avoided the closure of the Morris location, I'm curious to know what have um, some, rea some of the reactions been in the community hearing that we've had the victory and now the Morris location won't be closing? Most of the people that I've come in contact with uh, since the announcement that it would not be closed off really elated. They're happy that it wasn't closed. Mm -hmm. Even some of the people who initially wanted it closed. Wow. Uh, uh, speaking with them, and, and, and a lot of them have actually picked up on that video and they understand the rationale now uh, that we had for not wanting it closed. So, uh, and Larry and I take no credit for it. Uh, in fact, the credit uh, is due to the uh, the people of the community. The only thing we did was kind of kept an eye on things and galvanized, mm -hmm. and the rest of it was up to them. And of course, uh, ACLU was tremendous. Uh, they were tremendous, tremendous partners. They they they, they aided us tremendously. And as Larry put it uh, earlier, uh, they they was they are they are a lifetime friend of ours. Absolutely. <laughs> and I know I can speak on behalf of everyone here because, hey, this is what we do. This is what we do on the democracy defense. <laughs> can I can I just I'd like to add something Absolutely. to that. Uh, we we did galvanize the community and sent some paperwork in. Different citizens did sign them and sent them in expressing opposition to the closing. So so we just kind of help organize 
the people. Um, but when Raul and Anna Maria, they came in and they added great value to what we were trying to do. And, 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 and even, you know, just they, they were, the community was accepting of the people that, that were meeting at the meetings. They were glad that they came. We were glad that they came because we, we, we became very, very comfortable Mm -hmm. with them. And we were just glad to have them. They did a tremendous, tremendous job. Anna Maria came and she brought great energy. Oh, yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most powerful parts in terms of hearing from the community, too, was at that first meeting that was held on May 6th. um, Right before the end of the meeting, um, the, the board solicited feedback from uh, folks who lived in Morris who would be affected by the polling closure, um, who, you know, supported the closure and who was against the closure. And there were nine Morris residents who were present at that meeting that day. And each and every one of them stood up that day at the end of the meeting and said very succinctly that they opposed the closure. And I think that played a huge role in, in showing the board, you know, what the impact of this closure would be. The fact that 100% of uh, Morris residents who are present, who took time out of their days to, to come out uh, and, and show up at this meeting, That's right. in fact, 100% of them were opposed to this closure was was extremely impactful. And and hearing from uh, folks like Larry, who, who testified at that meeting in very personal terms about what this precinct meant, um, I think had a huge, huge impact as well. Absolutely. And I would venture to say that in looking at the victory in Quitman County, um, it's everything. And in fact, I'll ask um, Larry to keep it open with what that means, like with following up on what Rahul said, what that means to you to keep that Morris location open. And as I mentioned earlier, to me, it's it's an opportunity and I'm so thankful to have the ACLU to help facilitate um, the election process moving forward. So I just would like, I'm, I'm curious to know what it means to you to have it open. Well, really what it, what it, 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 it really means to me, um, we live in a fair rural area that uh, the, our population here is uh, aging. So our health is a is a great factor, and the people that are here, I I care about them. I care about their health, number number one. But when you're a rural community, it 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 seems that everything that's of importance uh, is kind of proposed to be taken away, and 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 that was everything to us. It was everything to me. That was a poll that it was personal because I voted there. My neighbors vote there. And, and, and we really didn't want to go 12 miles to, to, to be able to vote. And, and one of the other things that was very personal to me, there was so much that was coming down from national, uh, state, uh, legislation, uh, after the presidential election. And, and, it just was very personal to me that they were going to take this precinct away. And and, and I I just didn't think that black and brown people 
needed that. We, we needed to save, to save that. And, and, and in saving that, we're saving a little piece of ourselves. I, you know, that, that's a, a wonderful way to put it. And again, we, when we think about, you know, these big issues like voter rights on a, whether it's a state level on a national level, there's so many intricacies that we can get caught up in. And so, and because of that, sometimes it takes an example. And I mean, I'm just so fascinated with the example of the victory now that we have done there in Quitman County, because we can see almost on a bare bones level, what it takes um, to, to, defend straight up defend democracy and, and people's way of life in a community. Um, and on a micro level, it shows the impact that that involvement and that engagement can have. Because now, you know, we're talking with the ACLU of Georgia. Um, and, and, and that wouldn't have been possible without your vigilance, either gentlemen, um, without your vigilance and your engagement and, and your care, simply just your unadulterated care and concern. Um, so I, I appreciate you for the for the work in the collaboration that we've done um, on behalf of everyone at ACLU of Georgia. And again, I thank you, Rahul, for working with both of these gentlemen in that community down there in Quitman County. It was um, my honor what it's all and about. privilege. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we, we would like to thank you all for, for coming to Quitman County. It proved to be very fruitful and uh, we're, we're, we're hoping that this is not the, not the end. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we won't fight any more fights together, but still I consider us to be friends and uh, I, I look forward to seeing you whenever, wherever. Absolutely. And thanks a lot for all that you do. I, I like to just add to, to that. Um, we hope that we haven't burdened you uh, and, and, and that we haven't worn out our welcome that if we need to call on you, um, you will graciously permit us. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> well, anyway, um, I would li also like to add that uh, one of the reasons I got involved, I felt that it was just another layer to make the um, it harder for the voters to vote uh, by closing the March precinct. And, uh, yeah, access to me is very important for people to be able to participate in that democracy. And when you add layers to that and more difficulties, it takes me back to the days when they say a black person had to be able to see how many um, bubbles a bottle of soap were made. Mm. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's very powerful. And, and, and what both of you did with getting involved in, in being engaged with their community, it takes a tremendous amount of courage. Um, it's in today's climate and times with uh, how contended things can be, it takes an awful amount of courage. And again, I just cannot express my gratitude personally and with the um, affiliate enough to you both. So thanks again. Thank you. And I'll, and I'll just thank, add thank that it, it was extremely inspiring to, to work with um, Larry and Willie and um, I'll really treasure all the times that we had in in, in that Burger King in, in Ufala where we met uh, multiple <laughs> times uh, over the course of this uh, saga. And um, it was really inspiring to see um, y'all working together, building a grassroots kind of movement to, to protect democracy.
exactly. um, from the ground level, and and that's that's what it takes to to you know uh, keep the keep the flame alive in terms of democracy and 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 ensure that everyone has a, a voice in in the democratic process. And then, gentlemen, on that, thanks so much again. Thank you very much, and we wish you well. Thank you. All right, friends, that takes care of another episode. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about the work we do at the ACLU of Georgia, visit ACLUGA.org. And to keep up with our latest work and to find ways that you can take action, be sure to follow us across social media at ACLU of GA. And last but certainly not least, be sure to like, follow, or subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Just give ACLU of Georgia a search. Until next time, this is your host, Kenyatta, reminding you to listen like your rights depend on it.